section seventy four of the ring and the book by robert browning this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by tony oliva chapter six giuseppe caponsacchi continued sirs ere the week was out i saw and said to myself light skirts hides teeth would make a dog sick the great dame shows spite should drive a cat mad tis but poor work this counting one's fingers till the sonnet's crowned i doubt much if marino really be a better bard than dante after all tis more amusing to go pace at eve i the duomo watch the day's last gleam outside turn as into a skirt of god's own robe those lancet windows jewelled miracle then go eat the archbishop's ortolans digest his jokes luckily lent is near who cares to look will find me in my stall at the pieve constant to this faith at least never to write a canzonet any more so next week twas my patron spoke abrupt in altered guise young man can it be true that after all your promise of sound fruit you have kept away from countess young or old and gone play truant in church all day long are you turning molinist i answered quick sir what if i turned christian it might be the fact is i am troubled in my mind beset and pressed hard by some novel thoughts this your arezzo is a limited world there's a strange pope tis said a priest who thinks rome is the port you say to rome i go i will live alone one does so in a crowd and look into my heart a little lent ended i told friends i shall go to rome one evening i was sitting in a muse over the opened summa darkened round by the mid-march twilight thinking how my life had shaken under me broke short indeed and showed the gap twixt what is what should be and into what abysm the soul may slip leave aspiration here achievement there lacking omnipotence to connect extremes thinking moreover oh thinking if you like how utterly dissociated was i a priest and celibate from the sad strange wife of guido just as an instant to the point not more how i had a whole store of strengths eating into my heart which craved employ and she perhaps need of a finger's help and yet there was no way in the wide world to stretch out mine and so relieve myself how when the page of the summa preached its best her smile kept glowing out of it as to mock the silence we could break by no one word there came a tap without the chamber door and a whisper when i bade who tapped speak out and in obedience to my summons last in glided 
a masked muffled mystery laid lightly a letter on the opened book then stood with folded arms and foot demure pointing as if to mark the minute's light i took the letter read to the effect that she i lately flung the comfits to had a warm heart to give me in exchange and gave it loved me and confessed it thus and bade me render thanks by word of mouth going that night to such a side of the house where the small terrace overhangs a street blind and deserted not the street in front her husband being away the surly patch at his villa of vitiano and you i asked what may you be count guido's kind of maid most of us have two functions in his house we all hate him the lady suffers much tis just we show compassion furnish aid specially since her choice is fixed so well what answer may i bring to cheer the sweet pompilia then i took a pen and wrote no more of this that you are fair i know but other thoughts now occupy my mind i should not thus have played the insensible once on a time what made you may one ask marry your hideous husband twas a fault and now you taste the fruit of it farewell there smiled i as she snatched it and was gone there let the jealous miscreant guido's self whose mean soul grins through this transparent trick be balked so far defrauded of his aim what fund of satisfaction to the knave had i kicked this his messenger downstairs trust to the middle of her impudence setting his heart at ease so no indeed there's the reply which he shall turn and twist at pleasure snuff at till his brain grow drunk as the bear does when he finds a scented glove that puzzles him a hand and yet no hand of other perfume than his own foul paw last month i had doubtless chosen to play the dupe accepted the mock invitation kept the sham appointment cudgel beneath cloak prepared myself to pull the appointer's self out of the window from his hiding-place behind the gown of this part messenger part mistress who would personate the wife such had seemed once a jest permissible now i am not in the mood back next morn brought the messenger a second letter in hand you are cruel thyrsus and myrtilla moans neglected but adores you makes requests for mercy why is it you dare not come such virtue is scarce natural to your age you must love someone else i hear you do the baron's daughter or the advocate's wife or both all's one would you make me the third i take the crumbs from table gratefully nor grudge who feasts there faith i blush and blaze yet if i break all bounds there's reason sure are you determinedly bent on rome 
i am wretched here a monster tortures me carry me with you come and say you will concert this very evening do not write i am ever at the window of my room over the terrace at the ave come end of section seventy four